Welcome to The Stack, a weekly podcast where we discuss the latest in the world of marketing, sales, and tech. I'm Sean Henry. I'm Tim Staberski. And I'm Ryan Sylvester. This is Thursday. It is Thursday, January 21st, <laughs> 2019. Coming to you from Pepperland Marketing in Cheshire, Connecticut. This is episode number 39. And we're doing something new today. We're live streaming on YouTube while we record the podcast. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be fun. We'll Every so goes. often, I will awkwardly just glance over. <laughs> it was like, guys, somebody's looking at us. So, so if... <laughs> so, if, oh, sorry. Whoa. And there we are on YouTube. So that's fun. It works. Yeah. Great. Um, I am personally mortified by the fact that we are officially one twelfth of the way done with the year. Yeah. Um, it scares me, the fact. That, that you know, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I just noticed that it is the last day of January. Well, I'm pumped about it because we had a, <laughs> at our agency, we had record growth in terms of traffic. Actually, yeah. Yeah, lots of good stuff going on. So. I mean, that's always great. Yeah, and we're not bragging. We're just, it's it's good to see your hard work pay off after yeah. a lot of effort. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so that's Plus cool. February is birthday month here at Pepperland. Yeah. You have a birthday, right? I'm going to turn 100. <laughs> wait, you're, you're, yours is February too? Yes, sir. Oh. Isn't it like February? Wait, wait, 20. First. First. No, guys. Second. Damn. You don't even know. Me. 22nd. <laughs> um, nope. Wrong. False. It's 20 we something. We won't put it out there. Yeah. Yeah. We'll keep it. We'll keep it locked up. Yep. But uh, slowly, the bald spot is going to enlarge, I think. And uh, I'll just be sad. You'll, I'll, you'll start, look, I'll start wearing hats everywhere. You'll you'll look good with like the monk. <laughs> the, the monk ring. Yeah. Yeah. So um, if you've never listened before, each week we kind of bring you guys the news articles developments uh, as it relates to marketing sales and tech um that we thought was worth you know noteworthy the stuff that we think yeah. you should pay attention to and we try to boil it down to you and tell you what you should do with that information so um shall we dive in guys we shall Let's do it all right so this first article comes to us from wistia and if you're following along on youtube we'll actually show you the article um it's on wistia.com they have a great blog great content check it out Tim? Say, don't forget to credit the author with the awesome name. Oh, yeah, certainly. This was written by, where is the author name? Oh, Phil. Phil Nottingham. Yeah, there we go. Yes. It's made me happy. I really like that name. Yes. So, Thank Phil, you, Phil. If you're, you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Give it us this awesome article. Um, so YouTube recently uh, rolled out some changes to the way that uh, their video players are embedded yeah. on your site. Um, and the article actually goes through that. They say last September, YouTube made some changes to the way embedded YouTube players behave. Now related videos will always show at the end of any embedded video, offering users a grid of suggested options for what to see next based primarily on the user's own YouTube viewing history. So when Tim, you watch a, a video um, on somebody's websites, what's the next video you're going to see? If, so if I was on Pepperland and I was watching one of our masterclass videos, yep. for example, the next video I see would probably be of something about Cats. <laughs> I was gonna guess it's yeah, gonna be cats. I'd probably yeah. see some Dave Grohl video or something, or um, Ryan would be some. Ryan would do something about like a beard. That's not true. It'd be first we feast with <laughs> Gordon Ramsay. That's like I've watched that a million times. My YouTube channel is this really weird mix of like SEO marketing related stuff. And Conan, Conan O'Brien, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then like grunge rock flashbacks. Stuff. Am I the only person who doesn't think Conan O'Brien is funny? So his show isn't really funny, but his like anything clips, he does, his yeah, anything he does with yeah, Jordan yeah, I, is I, so I, funny. So, anywho, come back to the article. 
Um, yep. So, you know, if you see that little embedded YouTube player on somebody's website at the end of it, now you're going to see all these related videos that likely have nothing to do with yep. the first video that you watched. And um, for marketers, for business owners, content creators, that's a bad thing because you maybe have been using YouTube as sort of a free, yeah, a free video yeah. player mm. to include video on your site. And of course you want people to stay on your website and you want them moving forward on some predetermined path. So suddenly if they're watching cat videos and their mind is wandering, doing other things, that's not really good well, for you. Yeah. And the worst part is if, if they do click through, it brings them to, to YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. yeah they, it's not even, the video isn't playing on your website. It is there. Does they're it on. say, does it say that it opens? I forget. Does it open in a new window or is it, I don't know. I don't. I, I. I imagine it probably does open. If you click on it, I imagine I it opens a new window. Now there is some control that you have here. Um, when you're embedding it, you could add a little snippet of code. Uh, they say you'll be able to disable. You won't be able to disable the related videos, but if you add rel parameter is set to zero, related videos will come from the same channel as the video that was just played. So that's sort of better. It's if you if you have other yeah. content. Sure. I don't know. I, I wonder what would happen if. You've only got one video and you try that. I don't. Yeah. Right. That's a good question. I don't know. But, you know, so we, we've already talked about why this is a bad thing, but um, really, I think now it makes sense for you to look at a real yeah, like business video player like Wistia, which which we use on our website, um, that is going to allow you to keep people on your own website. Um, you're not going to risk losing them over to YouTube. Um, that's going to give you some sort of analytics and measurement about how far people are watching that video content. Is it actually doing its job and engaging them? Um, you know, with Wistia, you can do things like capture email addresses as people are watching that content or add your own CTAs, driving them to book a meeting or to check out some resource. So good time to think about switching. And, uh, uh, there's some other good ones out there, but we like Wistia. I concur. Yeah. I like how like the the back end CTA kind of stuff. Yeah, it's it, huge. It is so easy to use. Um like mind-bogglingly easy. Yeah. Link is in the show notes, so yes. check check it out, out if you want to give that a read. Next one on the list uh titled Reciprocal Links Will They Hurt Your SEO in 2019, a study by Ahrefs. So, I wanted to tee this up by kind of giving you guys the parameters of their study. So, they took 140,000 websites that had 10,000 visits per month. So they're taking like these, these top end websites uh, and they checked overlap between the sites to which they linked and the sites that linked to them. And then they plotted the results and kind of gave you like this mix of how common it is of reciprocal links because people are constantly asking, Oh, is it bad that someone links to me and I link to them? And I think that the overall message is that if you're intentionally doing it, it's bad. Yeah. But if it's happening organically, it's not that bad. I, I, I do link building from time to time and probably 50% of the time if you ask somebody for a link, they're like, yeah, if you link to me. Exactly. Exactly. What do we do? Well, they said in the, in the conclusion of this article, if you do that, please stop. <laughs> uh, but if you guys haven't read thoroughly through this, what is your guess of the percentage of what? Uh, of websites that have reciprocal links out of this study. So I haven't dug into the statistics. I will say, I will say 68%. Sean? 100%. 73%. Oh, wow. That's a lot. Heck? That's a no, lot. No, so I mean, it's definitely a large number. Uh, but it, to me, it's not really that shocking. So what's what's this chart here? How common are reciprocal 
link. So that chart is specific to top 10 search results. Ah. So uh, this blue chunk right there, this 56.3% is talking about basically half the amount of the of the links that show up in your search engine results page have reciprocal links. Okay. So Google is choosing to index those even though it seems like they're link swapping. They're probably not. I would I wouldn't I wouldn't expect Google to link them or to rank them rather in the search results page if they were doing so. But just goes to show like even if you have that number or that ratio of links, there's still a chance for you to rank. Cool. So interesting. There's cool. more there's like tons of other like metrics and stuff to get into, so definitely check it out and but, uh, but moral of the story is moral of the story is you shouldn't do it. More but don't worry about it if it's happening organically. That makes sense. Yeah. Until Google warns you about it. If uh, if you ever right. see a man, right. man, manual action, that's what they what they call them, right? Yeah. Yep. Um fix it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Take those yeah. take those seriously cuz if you don't resolve it, it's not just the page, it's the entire website that yep. can be yeah, stripped. Cool. Interesting stuff. Good stuff. Cool. And then something I saw this week that I thought was really interesting um, was this study that was conducted by Blue Fountain Media on UX trends. Um, it was the, the the blog post abstract, whatever you want to call it, was written by Brian Beyer uh, for Blue Fountain Media. And what this survey did was um, they it, it consisted of a thousand participants who were asked to document their satisfaction um, of experience on the web. Um, the study consisted of 11 questions that were positioned to dig up into the insights of what turns people off the most about a website, what they were, you know, what considerations they had as they browsed the web, um, what made them weary of using a website, what made them stick around, things like that. And it's, I mean, the, the survey is full of a lot of really interesting statistics. The ones that I found most interesting are one, um, 81% of respondents think less of a brand if their website is not, this has updated, but it, they meant up to date. Um, and I mean, it makes a lot of sense. You don't, I personally, I would never willingly just browse a website that is really, really dated unless there was no other option. Because obviously I'm gonna use I'm gonna use a site that's fresher and, and more. I I, I might <clears throat> I, I think that I, I would lean to agree with you, but yeah, I mean if you I, have I came across a website today that would like it, it looked like it was made back and probably was made back <laughs> when, you know, websites were first getting created. Yeah. But it had like a nugget of golden information. Well, that's the th yeah. Like if if you are cranking out just extremely high quality, amazing content, or if they can't find if they can't find what they're looking for anywhere else, they're going to use your website because they have no other alternatives. Yeah. yeah. But if given the option, eighty one percent of users would rather use a more updated website. Here's one that I thought was interesting. Not to interrupt you. Um, twenty five percent of respondents' favorite website feature is when a f website follows up with them about a product they left in their shopping cart or stopped looking at for some reason. That's good. Well, I just think that someone would potentially take that as creepy, but because it's kind of related to what we were talking about the other day, I thought it was kind of interesting. Yeah, no. And um, a couple other ones that stuck out to me were actually around um, search boxes on websites. Uh, two little 
takeaways, um, close to one third of those surveyed say that no search, having no search box is one of the biggest website turnoffs and uh, related uh, more than 40% say that a search box is the most important feature on a website that is content driven. Mm. And I mean, this makes a lot of sense. If you're on a website and you want to dig deeper into something, you, you want that to be easy. You want to be able to quickly search for what you're looking for. Um, taking that capability away just means someone's going to backspace to Google and then who knows if they'll come back mm. um, to your site. So I think generally overall, if you, if you look at, if you look at all the takeaways together, um, what you'll see is anything that makes your website easier to use or that makes it easier to purchase from, or that makes it easier to dig into is going to be better for the user. And it's going to be better for your business. So a lot of these seem like they're common sense, yeah. but every website's a little bit different too. And I, I think it's important that you're not just trusting surveys like this. So yes. they're absolutely helpful. Yes. They should give you lots of ideas to test that you then go and test these with your own users. Um, talk to your customers, schedule a little bit of time here and there and, Ask them to go on a screen share with you and and watch how they interact with your yeah. website. Ask some questions like, what do you think about this? What do you like about it? What what could we do to make it better? And you'll be really surprised by what they, they share. Yeah. And what's the reason you bring we brought this up is it's really, um, this step is really important to take before you undertake any kind of really, um, really- Major really, website changes? Yeah, major, like a major website change or major redesign. Um, you want to confirm that the changes you're leaning towards actually make sense and are the things that people want. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys think people could hear me sipping coffee? I the, heard you sipping coffee. I, I know. So I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. My coffee's almost out though. Yeah. I'm upset. Oh boy. Sorry to hear that. It's okay. All right. What else we got guys? Uh, well now it's time for app of the week. Ooh, app of the week. App of the week. We still need like a fun <laughs> sound effect. I know. Just I know. Or, a or a song maybe. Just, just the, the song is just the song, the song no is way. just Sean whispering app of the week, app of the week. <laughs> over and over again. So I wonder if we could demo this uh, since we are recording it. Um, but the app of the week is Soapbox by Wistia. Yes. Um, really, really cool Chrome extension. Um, it's free to get started, but they do have a really, really useful uh, paid version of this as well, and it allows you to very easily record video and create these professional looking um, screen shares or tutorials mm. using this extension, using the webcam that's built into your laptop. Yeah. So if you want this really cool tutorial video or you just want to reply to somebody's question really quick, show them how to do something in a matter of seconds, you could record this great video. It's hosted with Wistia or at soapbox. And then uh, they actually give you the code to embed it directly in your email and fire it off to somebody. So super, super cool tool. It's really um, helpful for, like you said, answer, answering quick questions for if it's a client or a customer, yeah. um, prospecting. Yeah. I mean, so many applications, yeah. if you're in sales, uh, instead of writing this stupid email that everybody <laughs> sends and it gets ignored, record a five second, 10 second video instead, you know, something say, I or show a quick screenshot of their website along mm -hmm. with your video. So they know it's relevant to them. Um, but I, I like the idea there because, you know, you're, kind of putting a face to the, the email. Um, you know, certainly uh, helping people, if you're in customer support, helping people troubleshoot different things or figure out how to work with your tool or your software or whatever it might be. Um, great, great solution. Yeah. So, well, you can also like embed this in blog posts if you, yeah. uh, you know, you're a content creator. You know, use this to create interesting little tidbits. If you ever wanted to record, you know, how to convert a Facebook page. 
Who would want that? This is the video that Tim has been promising us he would. <laughs> Pretty sure I wrote that blog post in April. Yeah. So for the one year anniversary, refresh. <laughs> um, but the you know, we've been using Wistia for, I, I, I want to say years, but I don't actually know. Um, sorry, Soapbox for years i don't actually know when, when it launched officially. I, yeah it was um when we were actually doing uh the first few episodes of the stack so about a year and a half ago yeah um so it's, it's not exactly new but they have been rolling out some really um interesting and helpful updates lately mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. one that was really helpful or that we really love is the fact that you can now um you can include ctas in your soapbox videos but you used <laughs> to have to do that manually yeah. Um, like if you wanted the same CTA in all your videos, you'd have to do that manually. Now you can set a default um, that would just appear in all of your videos moving forward. It sounds like a silly thing, but it just makes sure that you never overlook, um, you know, that really critical step. So I'm laughing because I'm trying to type things in and I, I think that is controlling the frame, the, sh- the scene that I'm, I'm broadcasting. Oh, so whenever God. I try to type something, it's it's like switching to scenes from previous recordings that we did. So if you're watching the YouTube version <laughs> of this, we'll work out these kinks. We'll we'll get it figured out. Um, but I was gonna demo uh, Soapbox, and for some reason, it looks like it's not installed. Um, so I'm reinstalling it so I could demo this really quick. Um, so I guess while I'm doing this, guys, we'll come back to Soapbox. Uh, so lightning round. Do the quick demo. Let's go through the lightning round. All right. This first one I thought was pretty interesting. Uh, Facebook pays teens to install VPN that spies on them. <laughs> Gotta love I, spying. Did you read it? I'm, I'm really curious. Like, what's I, that about? I read a little bit of it, but basically what it is is like, once you install this VPN, um, they it, it, it like gives you promotional items, like ask you to share your location through third party apps, but it's really Facebook. I, I don't know. It, it's like convoluted. It's just another Facebook scam. Oh boy. Uh, second one is Apple blocks Facebook from running its internal iOS apps. I guess that's interesting. Okay. Just like a ban against Facebook. Nearly 70% of consumers say page speed impacts their purchasing decisions. Well, yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) I'm really digging Sean's commentary this week. This is like a Facebook lightning round. Uh, Zuckerberg plans to integrate WhatsApp, Instagram, and Facebook Messenger, but keep them as... Three separate separate apps. app. I I found this one really interesting just because from a from a marketing standpoint, um, you know all three of the apps they're they're, they're messaging they have messaging components um, right now. If you have a marketing team manning your social channels, having to log into or use you know checking those separate um, presences, <laughs> um, you know it, it, integrating them would make it a little bit easier. I thought it was interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, Just get all your I mean, data. We, no we, problem. We use HubSpot, mm-hmm. which makes it a lot easier to manage things like that. But true. if you, for some reason, don't want HubSpot, wait for Zuckerberg. the uh, Facebook route. Yeah. How's the soapbox coming? Oh, it's ready. Oh. ready. You want, it, want to give it a try? All right. So soapbox, if you're listening only, I'll talk through what I'm doing. <laughs> so all you do once you've installed the extension is you press the little camera icon and you get this little preview window that bubbles up, and there I am, and I could see myself on my computer's um, webcam, built-in webcam, and um, you know you can kind of move around, frame yourself, make sure you're happy with what you got. Um, but if you want to pick a different audio source, you just easily select the audio source that you want to use, 
You could change different cameras. So if I want to use a rear-facing camera for some reason, I don't know why anybody would do that. You could do that. Um, Maybe if you're if you're demoing a product. Yeah, yeah. There's the possibilities are endless. Um, <laughs> Truly endless. <laughs> so you pick the camera that you want to use, and then you go to start recording. And it's going to ask you if you want to record your entire screen. If you have multiple monitors, you can select the monitor or the browser window that you want to actually record. Click share, and then it starts a little countdown. It goes five, four, three, Ooh. two. Why did it? <laughs> it records. <laughs> All right, so now we're recording, and I could say, here's how you browse a website. You scroll up and down, left and right. And then when you're all done um, recording your session, whatever it is you're doing, uh, you just press the little icon again, and it's going to give you a preview of what you just recorded. And from this preview screen, you can do all sorts of editing. So you could decide, do you want a split frame where you know your webcam footage is on the left side while your screen is on the right? Uh, you could kind of adjust that as you see fit. Um, you can kind of pivot back and forth where sometimes it's just your camera, sometimes it's the full screen. Um, it's it's really, really kind of neat. So here I will go to the full screen. Um, you can even make changes to like the branding and the colors and, and whatnot. Yep, so if I just go over to customize, um, this is where I could change the thumbnail. I could change the color of the button so you can make it match your brand colors. And then you could add a call to action. So I will do HubSpot meetings and I'm going to include my HubSpot meeting link. So at the end of the video, I'm asking people to book some mm. time with me. Um, so that's really cool. And then you go to, let me actually just remove this. Excuse me. Then you go over to share and this is where you can either get the link to send to somebody or you can copy the URL and the thumbnail images and just embed it directly in your email. That way people know right away that you're sending them a video and they're intrigued and they want to click it and they want to watch it. Um, or you can download the file. So if you do want to export this and upload it to Wistia or to YouTube, um, you could do that. So great, really, really cool tool. Is that it guys? So that's our app of the that's week. It. Um, lightning round is done. Lightning round is done. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you followed us on YouTube, thanks for checking it out. We'll work out the the kinks and get this going better next week. Um, you can also watch the uh, recording on our YouTube channel. So go check that out. And uh, make sure to listen on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes. Duh. Are we on the Google? Google Play, yep. How do you pull it up though? All right. <laughs> that'll, maybe that'll be a demo. That and remember, if you- How to find a podcast on Google Home. If you leave us oh, a Google review. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Huh. If you leave us a review, you can earn yourself some free Pepperland swag. Mm -hmm. Still waiting for- had something to show. I Hold on. Go get it. Hold Go get on. it. People don't believe us. Don't that hit we have that swag. like. I think. Just one. We're, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna stack them up over here next time. <laughs> I don't know where. The, no, that's there you go. Where is it? You're perfect right there. You're good, Tim. You're yeah. good. Bright orange. <laughs> it holds. Right, it holds just about a cake. <laughs> that's a wrap. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>